What is up, guys? Welcome into the Creed of Crypto podcast. My name is Broke Boy Crypto. I have here with me, as always, my friend and co-host, Crypto Ewok. We have a great show for you tonight. And as you can see in the thumbnail, we are talking about is Hex the laughing stock of crypto still? <laughs> Are we still the redheaded stepchild? We're going to get into that tonight. Obviously, the SEC shenanigans do not help matters as far as that goes. But there's a specific tweet kind of vehicle for that conversation tonight that I want to take a look at. Uh, we're going to get to that and a lot more. We're going to check on the BTC and ETH price here. Um, we have updates to MetaMask potentially having via, you know, obviously we'd have KYC, but being able to onboard straight into MetaMask from your bank, all kind of a one-stop shop. Um, what's going on in macro? We're going to check on the Hex Pulse ecosystem prices and everything, a whole bunch for you guys tonight. So if you're on your way in right now, smash the like. We very much appreciate it. And vote on the poll. We're doing a quick sentiment check. What do you think the Pulse token does this bull market? from the sack rate so we're not talking about right now or the previous lows or anything where do you think it goes from the sack rate we've got 15 to 30x 31 to 75x 75 to 200x or for the uber bullish 200x plus so give us a vote there we'll kind of check into that as the night goes on as well humberto welcome in good to see you i'm sure we'll have andrew and some of the other normal folks in here tonight hit us up in the chat we got pac-man here as well ewok how you feeling this evening? Another day, another dollar, my friend. It's, uh, you know, we were talking about this in the green room before. You know, you start to get these streams ready and you talk about what you want to talk about. And as you get it ready, you're like, oh, man, there's not much going on. Here we go again. Yeah. And then, you know, as we discover, there's all kind of stuff still going on. Um, you know, it, it's funny, though, that this is one of the few communities that I see people just all the time still. You know, there aren't many others, even even the Bitcoin people have kind of quieted down a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. you, you know, the ones that that aren't engagement trolling the, the hexagons, at least for 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 clicks and stuff. Um, yeah. But, you know, it, it's funny, though, it's 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 pretty cool. And I, I like to believe that the engagement that this community has has done through the bear market here uh, is going to have you know tenfold uh you know payoff as, as things start to pick back up so it's pretty cool yeah i think you're 100 right um i mean we do know and it's not even confirmation bias i mean there's a lot of people that got into pulse chain or got into hex you know independent of being a day one og or having some kind of you know listening to richard hart years and years ago or anything like that and there's plenty of people that have come to this community and been part of it again that were not there from the beginning and just came organically because they see that it is the best community it is the best product i'm not saying from a confirmation bias standpoint i mean like people come independently of that and don't have some crazy allegiance to to richard or some of the other folks in the community they just like it because it is the best product and yeah i think we're seeing that kind of grow in this bear market that's a conversation we're going to have mm -hmm. as well as we go on and yeah um we're psychos here and uh you yeah. know people just are not leaving again i think sami always mentions it i think it's 143 hex maybe 142 now that uh crypto seven's not on there anymore but on pulse tube um we've got a whole bunch of different channels on there talking about it constantly and the, we're still the, not on there we're still not on there yet we're so. not on there yet yeah we gotta bang the monkey you guys gotta get us on there pulse tube we'll reach out to you um slide into your dms maybe to get us on there but uh 
but yeah, um, yeah, just the, the, the amount of people that are still so active in this community right now when, uh, yeah, we are in the throes of that depression still. Uh, we're going to look at the prices here. Uh, we'll look at the pulse chain ones in a moment. But BTC and ETH, not having a good time right now. Uh, 25.7K is where BTC is. I just found that out five minutes ago. Uh, yeah. Ethereum is at 1634. So I guess probably like the day traders are... Um, thinking that 20k is imminent, and you know, posting all of their high conviction short term plays on Twitter and stuff like that today. Um, but it is, uh, yeah, slothing along, not looking too great. Um, in terms of our ecosystem here, we have a pump on the day, but obviously, we are still in deep blood territory here. We have Pulse. Uh, just rallied up to 60% below the sack rate, a uh, sentence that I'm sure many people didn't think we would be uttering uh, three months or whatever after the launch. Pulse X, everybody loves to hate it right now after everybody loved to love it for years. Uh, it is about 90% still below the sack rate, of course. We got Hex on Pulse Chain at just over eight tenths of a penny and Hex on ETH at that half rate, basically at four tenths of a penny. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a rally for the Pulse Chain ecosystem today. Uh, what do you make of it, Ewok? Did you FOMO in? I know uh, you were looking at some DCA buying, as was I the last few days when we had a nice dip. Um, wh what do you think? And let's talk about this idea of like September. Look out for September. Oh, the blood's coming in September. What do you think about that idea? Are you still trying to keep some cash on the side um, to see what we have coming here? What, what do you think for our ecosystem over the next month or so? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I can still see a, a little more downturn, a little sideways action. It could get a little worse, uh, could get a little better. Like it, it's going to chop back and forth. I don't know if these lows that we've put in will stick, uh, or if we'll, we'll, we'll go a little bit deeper. I think we'll definitely go back and test them. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, the way September has played out before, uh, I, I don't think the contrarian play, it's not worth it to go, to, to go, you know, hog wild right now. If you've got some capital to, to, you know, to put in yeah. DCA like normal, uh, you get some drops and take advantage of them. But um, I don't think you're missing out on anything. At least I think we're looking into, you know, November, even December until things start to get a little green. You know, it's just the way the cycle goes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I have some cash set aside. I was waiting for it to clear. I, I don't even know if it has yet or not. I have, I forgot to look today. Uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm preparing to to get a little bit more in at these at these prices, and you know, maybe we do get another dip. You know, you know, a lot of people talk about this this Pulse X thing, and you know how the buy and burn is not really doing a whole lot for the ecosystem. Um, and we just have to remember how many people sacrificed, how many more people sacrificed for that than than Pulse. Uh, you know, there was exponentially a lot more people. And, you know, a lot of them had to wait two years and over leveraged and probably sold. That's why we're seeing such a, a heavy dip. And it looks like the, the buy and burn isn't doing much, but there's also not a whole lot of volume. So. You know, just things to keep in mind. Be patient. It's that, you know, you said it earlier, the depression part of the cycle. It, it it beats you up. It literally, just when you think you're moving a little bit forward, it pulls right back. So 
you know, you've got to prepare for that until until we start to see some real green candles and you know, everybody will be in such a better mood by that point point. They definitely will. Yeah. And, you know, there's uh, we might as well talk about the Pulse X thing here because we were going to here in a little bit. And you just hit the nail on the head. walk. I was watching that great stream yesterday with Corey Costa and Axis Alive two yeah. you know, real strong personalities within the community that everybody loves and values what they do for sure. So shout out to those guys. But Axis brought up a great point. And, the, you know, one thing I like about him, you know, be, him being kind of a T.A. guy it's just going to be cold-blooded logic, basically, and that's all he's going to give you. And I think he's 100% right about this, is people are throwing out like the, oh, the buy and burn narrative failed and all the, these things. Um, and again, yes, but tons of people were maybe irrationally, you know, shilling Pulse X um, to be it's going to outdo Pulse and all this stuff and the power of the buy and burn and everything prior to launch, which I agree with you, Ewok. Yeah, we don't have the volume for the buy and burn that is taking place that has been very impressive to reflect in the price yet. Yeah. But plain and simple, the answer to this question is what you already said, Ewok. It's it's in the math. Three times the amount of people, three times the money was put into Pulse X in a sacrifice phase, you know, a year and a half, two years ago at this point compared to pulse and you know what that ratio has pretty much held up the entire time it is widening a bit right now it's almost it's one to 3.75 or so right now but it's been one to three or like a 0.26 ish um ratio pulse to pulse x for most of the duration of the launch of this chain so i'm not saying that that means you know you're all wrong and pulse x has actually held up well i'm not at all saying that i mean obviously everything looks like shit right now but um, in relation to what the holders were, everything that's happening right now is just plain math. Like the people that waited that long, there are more people in Pulse X, more people in Pulse X to sell. The price is down further. You know, yep. w- what do you expect? So, yeah. Well, you know, I never thought about it that way, but the ratio being set versus almost versus the number of extra people that were in it opposed to exactly. Pulse. Pay. Like I, I never even really logically thought about it in, in that sense, but. It, it's working out to be pretty darn close. It's literally all it is. And yeah. I, I really do think it's mostly that simple because, you know, whether you did sacrifice for Pulse or Pulse X, we know people that sacrifice for Pulse have been waiting longer, obviously, but it was also a smaller amount of people. Um, yeah, uh, that's about what it's meant. Three times the amount of people, three times the money was in Pulse X, and we're just seeing it reflected in the price chart. So I think if anything, that should give people solace that are maybe worried about Pulse X and are super long Pulse X or maybe talked up Pulse X and nothing else for two years or something like that. You know, we like you said, the smart contract is the smart contract. The buy and burn is the buy and burn. And even though there was a little snafu with that and that's been, you know, since resolved, it is still working. The metrics are yeah. there underlying. There's not enough activity on the chain yet because it is September of 2023 right. and nobody cares about crypto right now. Well, you there's know. that. And, you know, I saw a post earlier today. I think it was Katie. Uh, said mm-hmm. She had mentioned that, you know, Solana was down for like 143 days after it launched um, mm-hmm. and then proceeded to do like a 170x or something like that from the bottom. Uh, and then I did a little bit more digging and I found out that Cardano, uh, you know, it was it was down for a thousand days. You, what, you know, once it launched and it made that first initial candle up and then it started to trickle off, 
um, for a thousand days. But then again, they launched right at the very beginning of 2018. I think it was like April of 2018. So they endured the entire, you know, almost three, I guess it was over three years of, of bear market until they had their first green candle. So luckily I don't think we're in that position. I don't think it's going to be that rough. Uh, Not a thousand days, but, but keep in mind, you know, Solana, like I said, they had pretty decent timing as well and they were down for 143 days. So yeah, um, you know, I don't even remember what day are we on. Do you know for Pulse? I, since I, Pulse I don't know the day, but I mean, we're almost at four months because May twelfth was yeah. the launch, so we're yeah. about one hundred twenty. Yeah, ish, almost. Yeah. So. so yeah, and, and you're you're you know, great point about Cardano because um, yeah, the 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 cho- like you said to me today, the choice of launch couldn't have been worse. I mean, it was like it w- it would be like launching in say um what we'll say december of 2021 which was like literally the very beginning there was like a big precipitous drop off in the market uh right after bitcoin hit its new double top basically in november of 2021 and things just you know still some people were still bullish at that point but then by like i think february to may is when it was like terra luna was happening and all that stuff so right right yeah imagine launching at that point i mean you were literally doomed for like two to three years yeah. just because of market conditions well just know? because of timing absolutely yeah. i mean part of that cycle and you know i don't know if they didn't think about it or if they just wanted to get the product out you know richard has always said i'd, I'd rather launch in a bear market toward the end of it so that you know you you're looking you know the candle the um you know the chart looks so much better you have a lot less resistance on the way up because you know, mm-hmm. once it gets past those first levels, there's really nothing stopping it, you know. But if you start and it goes down and down and down and down, you know, then you run into some problems as resistance levels that some of those are met on on the way down. They're tough to get by on the way back up. So, I don't think we'll have too many of those issues uh, with this chain. Uh, you know, we we hit those levels pretty quickly when it dipped, and you know, it's just kind of going sideways now. Well, you know, what's funny, too, and you just reminded me of this is um, I was watching Corey Geary and uh, Money Talk with Dane. They had a good stream earlier today and they they made great points. You know, a lot of us, I know you and I have said it, everybody said it is like, hey, prior to Pulse Chain launch, it's like, hey, don't feel like you have to totally FOMO in. You're going to have months around these levels to DCA. Now, at that time, we thought that meant like around sack rate. Like we thought, um, oh, yeah, I'll still be able to get like around sack rate. Like I remember yeah. celebrating with you. Like buying even Pulse X below sack rate yeah. in the early days, um, and thinking like, "Oh man, awesome." Um, well, uh, you know, now we did, we couldn't have foreseen some of the things that have gone on with this, with the SEC false claim shenanigans that were you know hopefully resolving soon. But so many people had that idea of like, "Hey, don't worry, you know, be patient. You're going to have months." Who actually? fulfilled that you know what i mean like i'm sure people still have some money on the sidelines and yeah we're keeping our head on a swivel here in september and keeping some cash on the side if we can but i mean it's extremely hard to do that especially now i mean again we didn't see these prices going down this far so like how many people can say like yeah i fulfilled exactly what my plan was (laughs) i i didn't uh fomo in any more than i wanted to or even if you were doing a responsible regular dca 
it's just gone a trajectory um, that you or a spiral, whatever you want to call it, that, that you may not have anticipated. So it, you, yeah. we can say that stuff till we're blue in the face, like pre-launch, but it's very tough to have that restraint the whole way through. And we, we got to remember, hey, we are only at about four months in on this chain yep. right now. So. Yep. Still new. Yeah. Still new. Good comment from Tom Kane. I saw that too. The Matic Polygon chart at the beginning looks similar uh, as well. So yeah, and that's the yep. thing you're going to see. I mean, the more you look into some of these other launches like Ethereum as well, nothing Solana. Different. Yep, nothing different. Yes. So, you know, uh, this is the depression phase still. Uh, I, I I think this week, maybe because of we had Labor Day here in the United States. I don't know if it was just me specifically or just like, I, I don't know what it is. But this week, I think more than any I have felt so far, not so much like depression as far as frustration, but just apathy, I think, has set in a little bit of just like, you know, we're still here. We're obviously have a great show for you tonight. We have a lot to talk about everything. And there's always lots going on in crypto. But sometimes it's just like, man, this market just isn't back yet. And yeah. to just be sitting there, especially on a platform like Twitter X, whatever you want to call it, and some <laughs> of the, you know, just cancerous stuff that you see on there. You don't want to be just sitting there refreshing that all day, you know? No. No, it's not healthy, you know, and if you let it, it will beat you up. Um, it, it, it can really change your um, your outlook on things. Uh, you know, if you have a plan, it can almost make you alter that plan if you're not yeah. careful. So, you know, you really have to stick to your guns. And if it is bothering you, you have to get away from it. You really, you really have to walk away, turn it off. Uh, start blocking people or muting them that you know what i mean if it's if it's just every time you see a post and it's or a you know a tweet or whatever whatever they call them now um yeah. if it if it's nothing but negativity get rid of it uh, it's not doing you any good you know when the green candles come back everybody will be in a good mood most everybody anyway there's still be some bears out there but uh there'll be few and far between at least uh, right now, it's it, it's a little rough because there are people that just start drama just to try to get uh, more, you know, more fear, uh, more people leaving the market, selling with doubt, and you know, it just creates more fud. So, you know, it, get away from it if it doesn't do you good. If you can't handle it, if this is your first cycle, especially uh, if you've not been through this before, uh, you know, you definitely need to limit it at least yeah for sure and i think we all kind of have our own little um cope cope mechanisms and stuff like that or things that we do to disconnect like i mean you know it doesn't even matter if it's like looking into crypto or just working too much on screens during the day which i know both you and i do it, it's like i just sometimes you just need to disconnect and get out like uh, one of my one of my things and i was listening to ben cage and um maddie allen talking about this today too but, you know, find something for yourself specifically that that you can do to get out of that headspace. Like, mm -hmm. I, I I always like to I have to do like the furthest possible thing that I can think of from like chart staring to get out of that space. Like, I love to go to like uh, farms and check out what's going on. Like uh, we have some Amish things around here where we are and uh, just hitting up the farms and seeing how they're living and stuff and how simple it is and everything and just spend time there and totally disconnect. And just, um, you know, see how kind of slow the, the world is moving out there for real. Yeah. You know, instead of just the stuff you're seeing on your timeline. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Something else that I do, too, is even while I'm working here, especially when I'm working from home, uh, I'll throw a YouTube video on that has nothing to do with crypto. 
you know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy watching a lot of these people that will sail around, even if it's just through the Bahamas or wherever it is, they go to some really cool places and, you know, there's always a boat problems and, you know, they're, they're fixing and working on their, their sailboats and, and things like that. And, and you know, it just kind of makes you realize that everybody has their own issues. You have to deal with them face to face or, or you may sink, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're so right, yeah, it's not, you know, it kind of gets you away from that, that crypto speak uh, as well. And, and, you know, puts things into perspective and it also just kind of changes the, the pace of things a little bit for me. So yeah, I enjoy watching some of that stuff or just whatever it may be interesting shows, you know, pop on or, uh, but, but it's definitely good to take a, take a little break from it. Yeah. I've been on a, um, I'll tell you what the not not to get too off topic, and then we'll wrap this up. But as far as distractions, I've been I've been a big fan of uh, the biography channel on YouTube. Their actual YouTube channel, man, they have some good wrestling documentaries. If there's any uh, guilty pleasure WWE people, WWF, <laughs> WC, you know, in the in the chat, I just watched the Mick Foley one the other day. It's terrific. Like they they have interviews I've never seen before, like stories I've never heard before. Just awesome. I, I I've been an addict of those lately. So cool. They've been really good. So anyway, back to the topic at hand. So let's talk about some of this macro bullshit that's coming up over the next few weeks. So um, we have the August jobs report come out in the U.S. where jobs increases and uh, there were an incre- increases in unemployment up to 3.8%. So unemployment did go up a little bit. We do have the CPI release on September the 13th. So that's one week from today. We'll have that to talk a bit about next week um to see is inflation still going down or whatever they're going to you know whatever metric they're using to identify that now um and then one week after that as usual we will have the next fomc on september the 20th so um we talk a lot about what what they'll do and we you know um like to speculate and stuff like that right now the market is actually projecting at 93 percent there will not be any action that will just stay where we are now, I know Powell was hawkish at his uh, Jackson Hole speech a couple of weeks back. People talked about um, maybe more like long term. I don't know how much more long we can get with these rate hikes, but um, you know, maybe into to later this year or next year. I don't know. Um, but people are not expecting one right now. I, I tend to agree with the crowd. I did think he was kind of doing that dad speak, like I always call it. Um, you know, we got to be careful. Don't drink too much uh, and all that stuff. Um, I, so I don't know. I'm just not feeling that they're going to raise rates again now. I think they want to continue to take the temperature and see where we are. I think we're getting close to, to having to reverse course here, regardless of what his comments have been. But what do you think you want? That, that's where the market sits. Um, but yeah, what, what do you think we could see with inflation and then this next FOMC here in two weeks? Yeah, I don't see anything really happening at this one. Uh, maybe the next one, I think it's headed in the right direction. Hopefully it's headed there fast enough. You know, they, they're not going to be happy until the un- unemployment rate goes way up, higher than it is now, right? Uh, yeah. unfortunately. And that means, you know, a lot of people losing jobs and, you know, different markets being strained, different sectors in trouble and, and and that sucks that that's where we have to get to be back in a better place just doesn't make sense you know meanwhile they're sending billions of dollars to ukraine we have people at home Which we that, have that, no opinion on i just right. uh to, to the to the uh, people pulling the puppet strings at youtube we have no opinion about that that was just an observation by ewok anyway go ahead well just yeah you know it's just <laughs> I, I i don't know i i don't Messing see 
I know, but I don't see anything happening at this one. Um, I, I think you're right. The, the dad's speech probably in effect. Nothing happens to this one, but I do see another another raise coming up, probably 25 points during, you know, not after this one, but the next one. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not saying they're done raising rates or anything, but yeah, I, I, I think it's probably Powell just making sure that he sounds, you know, conservative and, uh, we'll see what they actually end up doing, yeah. but we do have another three meetings counting the September one this year. We've got November 1st, I believe it is after that. And then mid December, I want to say. So we do still have a couple to go, uh, before we turn the page to 2024 and hopefully an even better year. So, um, yeah, so that, that's where we are with some of that macro stuff. If you guys are enjoying the show so far tonight, Smash the like. We very much appreciate it. We do this show every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's turn our attention to a couple of exploits and uh, disastrous happenings here in crypto to remind you that, hey, if all that's happening to you is that the price of your favorite token is down, you know, in our case, 98%, um, <laughs> that's not the worst thing in the world because, hey, we still have our tokens and we, we all believe the price is going to go up. We'll check on that pool we posted here in a moment. But we saw earlier this week, I believe it was, the stake platform, which is essentially a gambling platform that's backed by blockchain. I think you can use like the Ethereum blockchain. I think Binance, or uh, you know what I mean, um, whatever that chain is actually called, uh, yeah. BCB, BSC. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, BSC. So you can, um, you can basically funded through those blockchains. Uh, their stake is a huge sponsor, <laughs> unsurprisingly, of a lot of these gigantic crypto influencer channels. Um, but it was a 41, almost $42 million hack across multiple chains uh, on stake. So what, yeah. what do you make of this story? And again, it just makes total sense that they also happen to be one of the big advertisers with... Uh, well, what was, I believe, BitBoy's channel, uh, whatever it is now, I have no idea, but I'm pretty right. sure they were a sponsor of theirs. So. Yeah, he was definitely one of their sponsors. Um, I know there was like $16, um, $16 million of Ethereum and uh, twenty. there was, I think, $25.5 million of uh, Binance Smart Chain and Polygon's another one. Uh, you can mm -hmm. use Polygon Chain, too. Uh, I, as far as I heard, it was a, a exploit where they they someone gained access to the private keys. So I, I don't know if it was really an exploit or a hack, um, just terrible mismanagement uh, of their private keys. So, you know, they didn't have it set up right where it should have been uh, for something that large, probably a multi-sig situation. Uh, where there were a couple different people that had them and all needed to be in one place in order to make a transaction. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, unfortunately, you know, it, it costs a lot of, that's, that's a lot of money. That's, that's 40, $41 million that, you know, isn't going to go into something else, unfortunately. So, right. Yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot to make of it other than just, you know, people are careless. Uh, you've got to, got to mind your, mind your keys, be careful um, always, always people out there looking to take advantage of stuff. So it's just a shows uh, or gives you a reminder, you know? Yeah. Uh, not a platform I'd be interested in anyway, um, as far as, uh, stake, but, um, which, which doesn't have anything to do with actual staking. I think a lot of people I included, cause I don't participate in it, thought it had something to do with staking crypto, mm -hmm. but no, it's actually just basically sports betting and stuff like that. Probably other markets too. I don't know. Right. Um, and well, then we also I think saw I think it goes back to the high stakes kind of 
uh, yeah. terminology mm-hmm. of stake. So yeah, yeah, right. and also wordplay on staking in crypto too, I guess. So, right. um, so we also saw Coinbase's new uh, blockchain uh, base stop producing blocks the other day for a period of time. I'm not sure how long it was. That has pretty much been, regardless of how well it's worked or what people think about it, it is an unmitigated disaster. I mean, it's basically just full of stuff that is, uh, you know, heavily VC funded stuff that's just going to dump on your head later, which why wouldn't it be? I mean, it's, you know, the Coinbase uh, layer one or whatever it is. Um, But yeah, so we're already seeing issues with that. I think we'll continue to, obviously. I know um i know zen i believe uh briefly launched on there so it got the zen treatment as well um but yeah i don't know much else about what's going on with base i don't know if you've heard anything else about it but uh i don't know it'll be interesting to see like how many people actually use that this coming um bull market because it, it is one where you would think like oh coinbase you know because there are people that are like oh there's the coinbase wallet and they use the coinbase wallet and they see oh they, they have base an actual blockchain i'm going to check this out I don't know if that's enough to get people to actually use it, um, but I obviously would not be a proponent of it. No, I, I wouldn't either, and I really don't know a whole lot uh, about it. I, I saw Dipcatcher was was posting about it as it happened, and um, you, you know he was going through what happened, and then after they had fixed it, you know he had reported that it was back up. I I believe didn't Richard just tweet about that not too I think long he did ago mention it. i think he did um, mention it today yeah yeah yeah, it yeah was which, a couple yeah. hours ago um that he had said something um and, and on that note you know when he he said how pulse has not had that problems and then he said pulse x right. didn't have any issues and then he came back and said well i guess pulse x did have a little bit of an issue <laughs> but it was so himself. small and uh you know we we just forgot about that so it, it was yeah. kind of funny it was you know the humble humble richard at work so <laughs> it was good to see him you know i i frankly hadn't even been thinking about him it was i saw a notification pop up from him and it was cool to see him tweet a little bit today because i i hadn't really heard from him lately or yeah not been a couple days <laughs> right a couple days yeah um so that's kind of some of the exploits we've been seeing let's real quick touch on this metamask thing so we kind of mentioned this at the beginning of the show but the idea that metamask um may actually have just a feature to just it sounds like they are going to be implementing it for this bull market is that you can basically just you obviously have to comply with kyc and stuff like that uh but on onboard yourself straight into metamask connect your bank account straight to metamask it sounded like what you said ewok is there was an eight percent fee for whatever the funds were that you were going to be depositing that may or may not include the gas fee i would tend to think um how could it because if they're just throwing a percentage out there how would they know that they, that would cover the gas fee or not right you know what i mean yep so i, I would imagine it would not so obviously eight percent is pretty terrible um and, and there's we have many different onboarding ways to get into crypto that you know obviously through an exchange and then send it to your wallet and stuff like that there's there's many ways to do it if you're involved in the pulse chain ecosystem obviously coast is the big thing right now um onboarding straight to the ecosystem and using the minting the cst uh stable coin but what do you make about this metamask thing because regardless of w- whether we think it's stupid or not or expensive when we and we may not use it um I would think that's going to be a big thing in the bull market for retail because it, you know, MetaMask is the most popular yeah. wallet. Um, yeah. And if you have a way to just get right on there without using Coinbase or anything like that, I, I could see people doing it. 
Yeah, so apparently here's what it looks like um, on the screen. It's the you know the the new screen, which I haven't seen yet. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I believe it's only in. Uh, well, actually, this says a little different. It says MetaMask said the service is live, supported in 189 countries. However, there's a limit on the amount users can buy, based on their region. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I think it will be successful. You know, as we've seen in the past, people trade uh, or swap, I should say, uh, on MetaMask right. where the fees are extremely high instead of just using Uniswap or something like that, where they're, you know, a lot lower uh, or even setting limit orders, which, you know, you can't do with with MetaMask either. Um, but yeah, that 8% fee is going to be uh, pretty pricey and could add up for a lot of people, you know, but they're, they're, they're making a lot of money. <laughs> now, the problem mm-hmm. is, you know, there is the KYC and I don't think there's really any way around that with, um, you know, onboarding or, or on, on-ramping or off-ramping. Uh, I think anything that you tie to a bank, you have to KYC. However, um, just be aware that, you know, whoever you give your information to, they store it. So be very careful. I know the the guys from Coast um, and their on and off ramp are not storing anything. So they they said that's the, the best way to, to stay safe is to not store the information. So just we don't keep it. It goes through the approval process and, and it's gone. So, you know, just keep in mind. MetaMask has been a little shady in the past, and um, I, I don't see that changing. <laughs> so, yeah, be careful. And, you know, like you said, 8% plus your gas fee, that could add up quickly. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, it definitely lends itself to higher amounts of money. Obviously, you throw in 100 bucks, and then it turns into 92 right away. That's not exactly awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, we all deal with you know, smaller versions of that now. I mean, just sending something to Coinbase or whatever, and you lose a couple of bucks sending it to your wallet and all that stuff. So, yeah, but uh, again, you're right. I mean, people do use that terrible swap feature on MetaMask, maybe not even realizing the amount of fees they're paying. They're going to use this too. So, I mean, it is what it is. They're going to make a shit ton of money, like you said, but it also is another easy way for people to get onboarded into this casino um well, the more people care. we can get into the casino you know and then show them the the right way the easy way or or the the cheaper way i should say right. uh the, the better off we'll be you know we've got to we got to grow the space and and you know it, it, it it's it's metcalf's law kind of thing you know taking effect mm-hmm. is you've got to tell two people and then each one of them they've got to tell two people and after you know it, the, the network effect becomes quite large. It just takes a lot of time, especially when the bull runs are only a year long, <laughs> you know, and then you've got to fight through three years of bear and it's, it's hard to onboard people at that point when they should be buying rather than chasing the green candles when everybody wants to get in. So, you know, it's just, like I said, hard to get them in, hard to keep them in uh, and then hard to, to get them to buy at the right time. It takes oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for to buy, sell, do anything at the right time, keep holding, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. So let's turn our attention to the main topic. So um, is hex at minus this this ecosystem at minus ninety eight percent 
the laughing stock of crypto. And part of the reason that we wanted to bring this up tonight is, you know, Hex and Richard Hart products have basically been um, kind of the redheaded stepchild, you know, they, the, the censorship on ranking platforms and things like that. Uh, big Twitter influencers always like to dunk on them because they know it'll give them engagement. And I, I just sent to you, Ewok, if you could pull it up and share it on your screen, I just sent it to you on Twitter. Um, this, uh, yeah, well, I, I put it in the chat too, but I also DM'd you. Um, so I don't know how many people know who Donald is, but he is one of the trading hosts on, uh, what the hell is the name of the podcast? I used to subscribe to it, but it just became kind of mundane every single week. Uh, oh, the uh, Weekly Open. But it's three dudes. Uh, Cred is one of them. Uh, Brian actually is the name of the host. And Don Alt is the uh, person we're talking about here. So he's a Frenchman, I believe. And uh, he is a BTC trader. Um, and weirdly kind of came out of the woodwork today to, to dunk on Hex. So... Um, it's funny. I actually, I assume I saw this because Sami replied to it. So it probably ended up in my feed. So if you are getting that pulled up, I don't know. Ewok, I'll yeah, I'm pulling it up. I had to, Go no, ahead. I got you. I'll, I'll read it at the same time. So, okay. uh, Donald who has said before, and I have heard this too. He has said it before on the podcast, um, that he mutes hex and, you know, criticizes the people in the community and doesn't want to hear anything about it. So he evidently manually went and unmuted hex today anyway and said, so is hex completely dead now? Can someone that is, uh, I'm not going to use the R word here, but uh, we'll say tarted enough to keep up with that dumpster fire. Give me the latest drama. Uh, people defending Hex by saying you would have made money if you got in at the bottom have lost it. It was built like a pump and dump from the start. The only money anyone made is off suckers after you. It's blood money, uh, especially if you promoted it, making you part of the problem. Uh, now, this this third one, this third tweet's my favorite part. This is where he hedges his bets. This is one of the projects where I'm entirely price agnostic. The price can go up or down a million percent. The underlying thing is still the same and obvious for everyone to see. So now, um, you know, Hex could go to $20 this bull cycle. And Don Alt's still right, everybody. Um, a token made to make Richard rich that will eventually fail. And the beautiful thing is, uh, Sami then actually took a screenshot of Don Alt saying some shit about Hex way, way back in the previous bear market before things really took off um and ratioed dawn uh and got more likes than his original tweet yeah. um <clears throat> yeah so yeah so, you see this you see this how i how, how i handled that right here yeah yes yeah i do see how you handle that yeah that, that that's good that's fine <clears throat> but i think it does bring up a, a bigger point yeah obviously you know dawn's just um He's he's one of these people that's going to be an influencer. Like literally, their podcast used to be sponsored by FTX. Okay, before <laughs> well, the, 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 the disaster happened, and then they took it off there. And oh, we didn't know anything about it. Which I'm I'm sure they didn't. But I'm just saying that right. these influencers with sponsorships and referral links and shit like that, um, they need to also get paid through Twitter. You know, yeah. To, and and hey. I'm glad that Elon did implement that. I mean, I am glad that there is that function in there for content creators, I guess, sure. if you want to call it that, um, to to get you know monetized and paid now. But you are going to see more of this kind of stuff when it comes to Hex because, you know, we've seen Bob Lucas been doing it, which is just cringe every time he does it. 
but they tweet about Hex because they know that it has, it, you're going to get more engagement, plain and simple. I mean, like, I can just say from like the earlier days of this channel, like talking about some other cryptos and stuff like that, all you have to do is like make a thumbnail that has anything dealing with Hex, Pulse Chain, anything in it, as opposed to like what, Polkadot? or some like you know right. boring ass coin nobody cares about anymore like you're going to see 10 times the engagement just because it's on there and that is it's the funny thing is like people like don alt and the others that will make fun of like the cult of hex and everything like that don't understand that that's exactly what makes it so valuable sure. that's what they just do not understand it i know none of us are like offended by the word cult anymore or care about it and whatever but I don't think they understand that, like, yeah, that's actually what is valuable. I mean, again, this guy's a day trader. He's never going to be somebody that gets involved in Hex or anything like that. Um, but I want your take on all this, Ewok. I know, obviously, you don't care about Donald's opinion. But I'm curious as to, like, the bigger picture as we head into this bull cycle. Do you think Hex will remain kind of the redheaded stepchild that it has been uh, to as far as like the opinion of some of these big influencers until they capitulate and start buying it, especially I think Pulse Chain. Yeah. Or do you think the legitimacy of like having a layer one and stuff like that now kind of changes people's perspective? Or th somebody like him won't even understand that Pulse and Hex are you know kind of within the same ecosystem. No, but, they don't. Yeah, but what do you? They think? don't. They don't take Sorry. enough time to to listen or read or anything. A lot of them just parrot information. That they've seen before um and the longer this stuff goes on the more we realize that the ones calling hex a scam or richard a scammer are, are the ones that all have been involved with people losing their money um it, it's it, it keeps playing out over and over again whether they were sponsored by ftx or they were getting people into celsius or luna or whatever it was um the majority of these people that call hex what they call it um, have, have been trouble. <laughs> and unfortunately, you know, I don't think that's going to change, uh, at least not this cycle. Um, you know, if, so we kind of go back to this SEC, SEC thing, if Richard were to fight it and win, I think it may help a little bit, but is it worth it? Is it worth it to miss a cycle? Is it worth it to spend all the money on, on a team, you know, I just saw Freddie quotes to post earlier, something about, you know, you're not going to agree with me, a lot of you, but I think we should just settle and move on, get over with it. Cause I don't think it's going to really going to change anybody's opinion of what hex is. And I no, kind of I agree. agree. I, agree I kind of that. agree. I agree. Um, you know, the more I think about it, the more that we don't, but you know, Richard talked enough about how EOS paid the fine and moved on. So hopefully, you know, that could be a little precursor to, to what we see coming. Um, but back to the whole thing, I, I still think a lot of these guys see Hex as a threat. Um, mm -hmm. Once Richard called it the better Bitcoin, they took offense to that. Um, and they don't want people jumping ship realizing what hex is <laughs> you know i i think they'll attack it for as long as it's out there i i really do until it gets to a point where there is no arguing anymore it's not um under a dollar it's it, it, it it's been around for three cycles four cycles, you know whatever it may be i, I think that's how long it's going to take unfortunately and I, I don't see any 
anything different. You know, the Bitcoin, listen, every, every, every crypto has its maxis. Um, and <clears throat> a lot of times they are protecting their bag and that's what they are. Uh, for us, I think it's a little different. Yes, we're protecting our bag, uh, but we're also protecting, you know, the players too, because we know what self-custody is, <clears throat> the immutable contract, um, you know, the trustless yield, things like that, that you really can't get anywhere else without a bunch of risk. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think it lasts for a, a while. Uh, and no matter what it does, you know, it will, it will always have a pullback probably. Um, and they come out of the woodwork again. Notice they get really quiet uh, during a bull run when things are going exactly. really well. So yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's the thing. That's what, it's, that's what shuts them up. Green candles really shut them up. So what does it really gain you? Um, like, how do you look when you victory lap something after the result has happened? You know what I mean? Like what? Like yeah. right now, victory lapping hex like this. Like, oh, see, I was right. And then saying in the same sentence that it could go up a million percent from here. I'm still right. Okay. I, I mean. I don't have an answer for that. I just don't understand what that logic is. And you're right. Whatever Hex does in a positive light this next cycle, regardless of how positive it could be, there won't be any acknowledgement of it. It's just funny, like kind of the selective um, memory or viewpoint that people want to have just to confirm whatever they believe, I guess. Um, And I just don't think, look, a guy like Don Alton, we've said this before, Bob Lucas, same thing. They're, apparently at places in their lives where this kind of thing doesn't matter to them and the gains of like trading Bitcoin, you know, I hope Don realizes the diminishing value of Bitcoin and that, you know, the, the day trade, like he's going to have to revert to even more shit coins. Um, but you know, I, I just don't think that they, that they're at a point in their life where something like this isn't going to be important to them, you know, and I don't yep. think they really yep. care about the true ethos of crypto and they celebrate Bitcoin ETFs and stuff like that. And that's just going to be the way it is. So, you know, you can't, you can't really hate on them too much. And I wouldn't hate on them too much. They're in different walks of life and it's just not something they want or need. Right. I just think that you're not really accomplishing much by like shitting on it when you already have the confirmation that the price is down. I mean, it's like, that's not very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, in regards to the SEC thing, and not to hammer that like we do every single week, but I want to ask you this because I think what people are going to realize the closer we get to this no- November 28th uh, phone conference thing and just as we move through the slow grinding of, uh, you know, court proceedings, I don't think it's as I think it's more nuanced than just like fight or settle. And I know, like, I'm even guilty of making thumbnails that literally say that on our channel um, because you want to make something that looks engaging and have a good conversation. But I don't think it's I think it's more nuanced than that. And um, I fully agree with what you just said that Freddie quote said um, that all these people, you know, you know, Richard wants to fight and win. And if he wins, it'll mean this and that, you know, it, it I think it does mean something for just like, sure. Yeah, the SEC needs to go away. But yeah, the people that hate Richard Hart are going to still hate Richard Hart. That, yeah, that's not going anything. to change. Nope. No, not at all. And I don't give a shit either. I mean, I don't, I don't care if their opinion changes or not. I, I just, um, for that reason alone, it, it it doesn't bother me whether he would settle or not. So, Well, you know what's funny? <clears throat> I think 
I think the fact that they hate them still is more press than if they just said, eh, he's okay. He's an all right guy. Yes. You know, it's, it, it'd be like, it'd be like me talking about um, Charles Hoskinson, right? Um, I don't dislike him, um, but I, I don't talk about him because I don't really, you know, there's yeah. nothing there. Right. Uh, yeah. Where Richard, will, yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a good guy. There's nothing wrong, but we don't talk about him. Uh, so even if you like him or don't like him, you probably don't really, you know, unless you're in that Cardano camp, uh, you're not talking a whole lot about him. But yeah. I, I think the engagement that Richard gets, even from the people that don't like him, is still beneficial. So he's getting the best of both sides, the people that love him and the people that don't. I mean, you're in one or the other. You're never I don't think there are many people out there that say, oh, yeah, he's an OK guy. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> you know not. I mean? No. No, and that's why, like, uh, I've said it before. Sami says it, too, like how he's the Donald Trump of crypto, which yeah. I think is definitely, definitely true. Not not in, like, the politics necessarily, just in the nature of, you know, his attitude and stuff sure. like that. Um, and it's so funny what you reminded me with with the Hoskinson thing, which is a great comparison because, um, you know, it's like that idea, like, as a guy, you don't ever want a girl, like, back in the day when we were young dudes, you ask a girl out or something like that. If you ever got, like, you know, you're really nice. And, you know, that's like the last thing that last you want to hear. hear. Friends and that's kind of the, that, that's the Charles Hoskinson dynamic, I think. And I, I do really like the guy. Yeah. But, yeah, he doesn't make you stay up at night thinking about what it would be like to go on a date with him. <laughs> but uh yeah you know you're not like dissecting everything about charles hoskinson necessarily um yeah as smart as a guy as he is so right um but i'm with you 100 yeah keep the negative press coming i hope these people continue it Reg literally yeah richard hart winning matter of fact i think him winning would net them coming out vocally with even more vitriol right away like well here the sec had a chance in their mind to correct an actual wrong and they still lose or something, you know, it like, all up or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> they start rooting for the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Plebs. So, fun stuff for sure. Um, if you guys are enjoying the stream, hit the like. We very much appreciate it. Um, let's get into, I want to ask you this, Ewok. So talking about price and let's actually look at the poll right now. So the top of the show, um, I asked everybody, you want to get a kind of, you know, sentiment check and, at first, it was a little bit more even. Now, I'm kind of liking where it's going. So we said, where do you think the Pulse token will be or what the top will be um, going into this bull market? And the majority of the four options, we're at 40% now, are saying just that 15 to 30x right now, um, which I think is kind of natural. I mean, it's your adjusted expectations um, with what we are seeing in the market right now and with what things have go, which I think you do have to adjust a little bit when you see price development you know that that's not to say like oh you you change your mind or you go back and forth or whatever you know if you see price development you change you'd be stupid i think not to kind of change your perspective yeah. um but that is the majority then oddly enough uh right after that we have the uber bullish over 200x still from the sack rate at 25 percent, and then just the two middle ranges anywhere from 31 to 75x or 75 to 200x at 19 percent. so i guess i can ask you know, th these are ranges. So price calls, I agree with you, like we always say, are stupid. But these are ranges of X's. So I think this is a little bit more, um, I'm a little bit more interested in this discussion because this kind of gives you a real feel of what we may really be expecting 
um, for this cycle. But where would you land on this right now, Ewok? Because, you know, this question, even a mere six weeks ago, probably gave us vastly different answers because that was before the July 31st uh, complaint was filed. So what, what do you think? Yeah, I'm somewhere in the 15 to 75 range. <laughs> so you're taking two uh, categories. Okay. Yeah, I got to take two of them. I mean, I like the fact that, uh, you know, a fourth of the people said 200x plus. That's that's pretty awesome. But um, I, I th yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, 200x is, is wishful on the first cycle. Um, again, it's going to really depend on the ruling, I think. I, I, I hate to go back to that, but it really is crucial uh, for it to, to take off. Now, don't get me wrong. When the rest of the market goes, um, Pulse has a very good chance of, of springboarding way ahead of it, especially because, you know, we don't have a uh, widely used stable coin to kind of tie it down. Uh, you know what I mean? And that's what we have been talking about too, is the, the reason the price is going down is because everything's tied together. You've got pulse, yeah. pulse X, hex and incentive all tied together with liquidity. And especially when the incentive token is constantly being sold, you had all the pulse X that was being sold. It just kind of drug everything down with it. Uh, now when that stuff gets bought up, it's going to take off and it's going to bring everything else with it. So, um, you know, I, I, while I would love to see the 200 X, I think we have to kind of keep things in check and, and not offer too much expectation. <laughs> now it could, it, it could very well. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that we'll get to, so what's 200 X from there? Three, is that, is that three cents from a penny or, or, or from the sacrifice? Uh, 200X would be... Hold on. Would that be two cents? Or... That'd be two cents. Yeah, two yeah, cents. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, who, who knows? We could hit a penny. I, I, I mean, I, I, can, I can see it hitting a penny. Uh, that's only 100X, but could it double that? Well, you know, once you get to a penny, what's another one? Uh, right. A lot of times, and we dealt with that with the, the hex price for the longest time, was getting over that initial hurdle uh, uh, of hitting a penny. And then once it did, you know, it moved pennies at a time. So it, it's the four-minute mile um, psyche kind of thing. Yeah, you know, know once you, you get to a certain level, uh, you know that it can be broken. And then from there, you can really take off. Uh, it's getting past those psychological levels, though, that are quite important. Um, it, and it does take a lot of, a lot of coins may sell along the way. Um, a lot of people waiting to get profits back. So this one could be, um, a, a little slower. Uh, I think we could though top out at a penny though on this cycle. I don't know about two cents, but I, I think a penny is definitely, you know, in the cards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could still see it. I mean, I in these categories would still go for the 15 to 30 X from the sack rate at this point. But I mean, that's what the majority is thinking now. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that we are thinking that with how low the prices are. So, you know, I think that expectation is also healthy. And frankly, from where we are right now, that's what like it, it could be like an 80 X or something like that from yeah. where we are currently or something. So um, keep that in mind when you're making your buys right now, you know, that not that that means that's even set in stone, but 
just keep that in mind with how depressed we are right now. That's why I, I, you and I both have kind of felt somewhat of a sense of urgency at buying at these prices because yeah. we can't forget. I mean, it's only been five weeks since that SEC announcement. And even then, um, we had better prices than this for a lot of it. I mean, we had pulse up at 50% discount off the sack, right? We haven't been really at that for a little while. Yeah. Um, I want to real quick before I lose it because I missed it during uh, this conversation about the SEC, but Humberto made a really good point here. He said, I think that the SEC event against our community is an honor that validates how awesome our ecosystem um, founder and our community are. They only go after the best. I, that's a sentiment that I have been thinking myself too. You know, um, the, now granted, I mean, you could say the SEC is going after everything. They're not going after literally everything, just anything that is notable. And if you look at like what they've gone after now, they actually have sued Richard Hart. But in terms of like, you know, just saying random shit that they hope, you know, sticks to a wall. Right. Um, they've looked at like the coin ranking sites and just filed off the top 10 coins and said, oh, yeah, they're all securities, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, they've actually taken action, though, against Richard Hart. So I, I do agree with that sentiment. I mean, like you don't. Back to that like negative press thing and all these people like crapping on Hex on Twitter. You know you are making noise. I know everybody keeps talking about the then they fight you part of the phase. Could be more true than yeah. what's happening right now. You know, yep. I mean, they're, 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 the SEC's biggest opponents lately have been XRP, Uniswap, and Hex. And, and Richard Hard, you know, so and that, and and BlackRock, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But I mean, in terms of like, like specific crypto communities or crypto sure. tokens themselves, yeah. But yeah, BlackRock too. So, um, yeah. So I agree with that sentiment too. Um, yep. but continuing with price stuff, I said this to you the other day, Walk. So we're seeing every time this ecosystem seems to dip, which it did pretty hard a little a, a couple of days ago. I'm wondering if we've seen the bottom of hex on Ethereum. Um, three tenths of a penny is a range that many people have been quoting as like, like oh yeah, that's got to be like the absolute bottom, bottom, bottom. And it has really seemed to not want to go below there every right. time the ecosystem drops down. And that has included the parity between hex on pulse and hex on Ethereum tightening whenever the market goes down. Now, I'm not saying it gets to like razor thin, but it gets below that two to one Almost every time we saw a hex on pulse go down below eight tenths of a penny the other day and um, a hex on ETH only went to like 3.8 tenths or however mm -hmm. you want to say that. So yeah. um, they seem to tighten every time that goes down. And it just it, it, it seems to show that there's just so much support for hex on ETH at those levels. So I'm wondering yeah. if you think maybe the bottom may be in at least for that in our ecosystem. And, you know, Gway everybody's upset about like what the ETH prices will be in the bull market. And I totally understand that right now though, like Gway hasn't been a problem at all. It was single no. digits the other day. Yeah. It's um, 10 right now. 10 right now on a weeknight. Yep. I mean, I know it's kind of, you know, getting yep. later, but yeah, still. Um, and Hey, you know, I, people have said this, but I, I really believe it. I know ETH takes forever to do everything. What if, fees do come down i'm not saying they're ever going to get to pulse change levels of course but like what if they do come down to a reasonable level i just i i, I could totally understand you know p hex hex if you will being the the dominant one forever i could understand that but once yeah. again i just i i just can't see the other hex you know falling away from this ecosystem. well that three tenths of a penny was a i remember 
hitting those levels on the way up and it, it took a while to get by them. You know, it would go above it yeah. um, and then pull back and go above it and pull back. And I, I specifically remember uh, for months at a time uh, that, you know, that was such resistance uh, for us to even break mm -hmm. through. Um, and then when it would pull back, you know, it acted as support too. So they're quite strong levels. Um, and I think, you know, we're seeing that now. But yeah, I, I'm hoping that it's somewhat bottomed. I, you know, again, um, I know Axis just showed up here in the chat. See that. Uh, he didn't want to post his charts the other day uh, when he was on with Corey because he, he, you know, I think you know he's he's predicting that they could go lower. Uh, not saying that they will, but you know, there's always a chance. <laughs> that's that's the scary part. Uh, we hope that we hope it's bottomed, uh, but there's always the the room for even more pullback. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It looks really good where it's at right now, but yeah, in terms of, I, I just think that people are really going to turn around some of their sentiment on the two hexes in this ecosystem whenever the market does come back. I just think we'll still see good performance from eHex, and uh, people have still been kind of counting their chickens before they hatch or whatever that is. What do you think about uh, what Let Me Know said there? I figured you'd have a comment for that. Uh, it sure seems Hex is a laughing stock. That's what really turned me off uh, of the ecosystem. I think he means Echo chamber kind ecosystem. of ecosystem well, oh, eco maybe a combo i don't know i got you <laughs> yeah it could I be both. You. yeah uh blind maxi's screaming into an echo chamber with the same money getting moved um yeah you know there's still a very small amount of people uh what are there just 130,000 stakers i think mm -hmm. um it's not many <laughs> you know you you need the the growth for for things like this to really take off and and that's what the the bull markets are are really for so you know i, I don't know a lot of the education and and the reason i think the echo chamber was very strong uh was because of richard and, and a lot of the facts that he was just throwing out there uh you know it, it made a lot of us more conscious a lot of us more educated uh, on, on a lot of the speaking points and, you know, unfortunately, you know, that has, has kind of been phased out a little bit by him not being as active on, on streams. Uh, but the whole ethos of it has really stuck around. You know, you've got a lot of guys that are building the right way. You know, you've, you've got some, some cool things and, and I, I think it's stuck, uh, pretty well. So the, the, Echo chamber, I think that goes away over time. Um, you see it with pulse chain now. We have to be more realizing that, you know, we can't be in an echo chamber anymore with pulse. You've got to allow the building um, and just be more selective of what you talk about. It, it, you know, you can't get offended by things that you don't like or you don't have to comment on it. Um, and let it go it all takes it's all part of, of the network it's all part of the buy and burn it's all it's everything if we want to see pulse chain uh do well then you know we've got to kind of allow that stuff to be here even if you don't like it uh, just like it's on ethereum if you don't like it you don't talk about it well it's kind of the same thing you know we need it for the growth so i, I think that goes away i, I think people start to to learn to ignore what they don't like i hope so anyway and then a lot of the fights and that stuff again will all go away with green candles so not too concerned 
It definitely will. Everybody's happy when everything's going up. Um, but that's actually what you just said is a great segue to PDI, actually. So in terms of things that are pumping and, uh, you know, a lot of has a lot of excitement going on around it in Paul's chain. PDI obviously has. I know B Roots has kind of been the king of that, but there's been a lot of other people out there, too, for sure. Um, what do you think you walk? So, you know, we, Forget like pegging or anything like that necessarily, but again, the chances of it getting to a dollar, how much that really matters, what you think is going on now behind the scenes since we heard today that Atropa um, renounces their ownership actually of PDI when they had been minting it before. Um, I, I there's there's a lot of I, I don't think there should be any drama, but whatever it is, what it is, it's the market. But, um, you know, people referring to people that are not wanting to get into PDI as pulse maxis. Um, I think it's good that there's something on the chain that people are excited about right now. I don't care <laughs> what it is. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I have no issue with that. I guess what my take is in terms of actually it, like investing and putting money in it right now. And you could even tell me like what the probability may be that it gets to a dollar and a lot of the things that B Roots has been talking about. I don't doubt that some of them are true. Um, but here's why for me personally, it just hasn't made sense to to get involved. And I think this is probably what a lot of people share the sentiment of. You know, a lot of us at different percentages, at different amounts of money clearly are like very down right now. And are maybe being aggressive in their buy orders. So maybe we're putting as much money as we can into the market right now, but being conservative in what we're buying and really just wanting to buy the core tokens, you know, for that feeling of safety. To me, that's just where I'm at. I just, you know, until I had my goals reached, and I understand somebody like B Roots um, has everything he likely already wants. So he's going to get into this. So I totally understand that. But for a lot of people, it's like they 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 have no business maybe even messing around in anything that might carry any level of risk, opposed to the risk we're already facing right now. So, to me, it's just kind of like I, I still want to just be acquiring the the core positions and the core tokens. So, um, first off, I, I'll let you respond to any of that, and then I had another point about um, you know what Richard Hart's kind of said in the past about uh, stable coins on Paul's chain. Uh, well, yeah, as far as die goes, uh, you know, I see it as another meme coin for those who are trying to push it off as a eventual stable coin. I, I, I just, I, I don't think it, I don't think it can be stable ever. Uh, there's too many things, uh, against it. It doesn't have an Oracle. It doesn't have the collateral, um with atropa the renouncing the contract i think there was more than one contract um actually i think there were four contracts but mm -hmm. either way um we know the wizard of oz was sitting behind the curtain pressing the buttons kind of thing right um fine that's fine there's nothing wrong with that if somebody was keeping it active and and buying up supply and and matching it with uh liquidity pairs things like that um, so be it, whatever. Uh, again, I'm not talking badly. I think it's a, a risk uh, for those who are trying to sell this as a, a dollar stable coin that's only 0 0.0001 right now or whatever it is. Um, I, or, you know, it could get to a dollar. It, it could, but the, I, I really just don't think there's anything to peg it there. There's not enough um, backing. 
there's not enough things that can that can do it. Uh, and, and I think they're wasting their. I don't want to say wasting their time. Anyway, let them have fun. I, again, you know, right. it goes back to what I said earlier: is if you don't really like it, you don't have to talk about it. Um, I definitely wouldn't push it on anybody new. Uh, if somebody wants to play around with it and maybe make some gains, it's it, it, there's. I mean, nothing saying it can't go up. Uh, I think it, it could if they if they play it right. Uh, and there's enough wash trading; anything can go up. I mean, they can manipulate it enough to to do that. Um, I, I just worry that that people getting in will think that something that it's not. Um, and it could get them wrecked. Um, so that's yeah. why I would rather, you know, not push it too much. Now, again, if you want to invest a little bit new money, do it. That's up to you. I, I, I wouldn't tell anybody what to buy, what not to buy. Um, but I try to look, look for where the value is. And, and you know, you know, Richard has said it before that, that, that price is what you pay, but value is what you get. Well, I'm trying to look for where the price is low um, on the value that we know what what the real value should be. So that's where I'll stick to to DCAing, and uh, we'll we'll leave the the, the P die for the 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 more Dgens than me. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm certainly not going to take any kind of hard stance as to like what is going to happen with it, and uh, again. I, I don't begrudge anybody that is getting involved in it. I wouldn't, again, yeah, like you said, I wouldn't tell anybody to, and I'm not doing it myself, but hey, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. That's fine with me, and I'm not going to hate on it. Um, but a video has become popular that's like circulating around. Obviously, there's always old Richard Hart clips that are being shared and stuff like that. But he's being interviewed by Wendy O, actually, talking about making a stable coin on Pulse and he basically says that he doesn't want to give away all of his tricks, which right. is pretty much a quote. Um, so, I mean, what do you make of that? I'm not saying that like there's a direct link here, but I mean, a lot of people are pretty much saying that it is a direct link and that, that that's exactly what's going on right now. So do you think that adds potential validity to this or that he may have meant something else or no, what? no, absolutely not. Uh, we know the, the guys that who are, had the Atropa contract, uh, they were involved with Wise and Axion and things like that that we know Richard just would not get involved with. So for anybody trying to associate him with this, um, it, it's pretty way off. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think there's much validity to it at all. Um, and, you know, it's wishful thinking. We also know that Richard at one point applied for an exchange license. Um, I don't know if that was in the same conversation with with Wendy or not. Uh, I think it was, if I remember correctly. Uh, he also had said that he applied for an exchange uh, license as well. So I think with that exchange license and stablecoin, I think he could kind of tie it in all at the same time. That was my interpretation of it when he said it then. Uh, is that he doesn't want to divulge, you know, obviously he doesn't want anybody front-running him on, on things, um, you know, and we're going to have stable coins. Eventually we have the, the Coast token now. Yeah. Uh, once Liquid Loans launches, you know, we'll have another one. Um, is there a third one? I, I don't, other than the wrapped ones, I, I don't. Right. 
I don't remember. Yeah, I don't think there's another like kind of native one or anything. Yet. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't yeah. think so. But you know, there's there's a lot there's a lot of cool things. Um, you know, for those who are talking about the single sided staking, you know, they're wanting that, and you you've already got that on on the the pH thing. Uh, the pH guys have have sided. I think it's single sided staking. Um, I think it's also on another platform. I can't remember the name of it right now, but it's out there as well. So there's things out there that everybody wants uh, that are either here coming or, you know, I don't know. It, yeah. It's, on their it, way. We're, we're getting there. It, it's it's yeah. all the development stage. So, you know, we got to yeah. take it one day at a time, not rush things and, and hope for things that really aren't. <laughs> and I think that whole theory of, of Richard being behind the P-Dye thing was uh, just a, a far-fetched dream. Well, and that's kind of like what you just said about, um, you know, waiting for some things to be to be developed. And I heard some uh, a growing conversation right now in this boring time is like, well, why hasn't Liquid Loans launched? Why hasn't Power City launched? Why hasn't, you know, th these different things people are waiting for? Um and well, plain well, and simple, you, you don't want yeah. liquid loans to launch at, at a time where it's continuously going down, or you get everyone mm -hmm. liquidated. It, it's a it's a bad time. It's not the yeah. right time to launch. You know, you want to do that at the beginning of the bull market uh, when people can collateralize and have a have a good time with it. Uh, whereas if everybody did it now, they would take out loans. They wouldn't have enough to collateralize and they would get liquidated and that would be bad. And then, you know, can you imagine all the people saying, you, you know, just the, the bad things about it? It, it? It's not it's not good. So they're doing the right thing by waiting. That's pretty much what I was going to say. Yeah. Like you want to wait until the market starts to come back again. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's what we're going to find out that a lot of these end up doing. So keep that yeah. in mind. Um, Sorry, you I stole your thunder. Yeah, you did. That's exactly what I was going to say. You know what? Screw it. I'm cutting the show off early. We're right. no. uh, but no, you wanted, to touch, <laughs> you wanted to touch on, uh, let's give a shout out because we covered most of the main topics. There's one other thing I wanted to talk about. It's too long of a conversation to get in now. It's a nice nugget that I'll save for the coming weeks because it's, it's going to continue to be a topic I want to get out there. And it's a controversial one. So save that for next week. Um, but you wanted to plug this Hex Lambos, Hex Racing UK. Uh, you DM me the other day. Um, they have yeah. multiple Lambos I saw on their pick. Uh, give me the rundown. Tell me about these Hex Lambos. Lambo out. Well, they they finished uh, in the circuit that they were in, I believe. They finished first and uh, a second place. So they had two cars. Um, they did extremely well. Is it well. actual racing? It's a racing team. They have the Hex Lambos. Uh, go... Shit, I, I should have pulled their. Um, you got the. Oh, they're following me. Are they? Yeah. Right, nice. Nice. Um. Um. But yeah, they they do amazing things, and and they're over in the UK, so the cars are sharp. They're looking to build an F1 car, which I believe will be in Le Mans. Uh, is what part of the, the you know I donated a little money at twenty bucks or so. Um, you know. If you got a few bucks to, to throw their way, uh, they're shamelessly advertising uh, on their Lamborghinis and uh, hopefully on the new car that they're in the process of, of getting to. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to plug it because they do amazing things. Um, I, I can't remember the the one girl's name. Char I think Charlotte is 
the the one f- maybe she's the female driver um either way um they're they're on twitter quite a bit or x uh, it's that's going to be a hard habit to break is calling it twitter isn't it twixer yeah. twixer yeah. anyway um yeah they do they do great things and it's like free advertisement they've been they've been winning races uh they they there's a pretty cool video out uh on the on their youtube i believe it's almost like a documentary type thing if you can look that up as well give them you know give yeah, them a I just follow saw it. yeah i so, just ran by that yeah yeah they've been doing shameless you know shameless plugs for for hex this whole time and uh they sponsored that out of their own pocket so Pretty cool. Just a group of hexagons that are are racing and having a good time and and kicking ass at, at the same time. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah they have like a half hour doc on YouTube actually that's on their Twitter page. So yeah, definitely check it out. Any kind of branding stuff, and that's the thing. You know how many? Uh, I don't know how many Cardano Lambos there's going to be. I know um, I've occasionally seen a polka dot symbol on a, a very small symbol on a race car here and there, but I don't think there's any gigantic advertising. Obviously, we have the hex actual like winston cup or whatever it's called now uh nascar the main Mm -hmm. circuit last year for a couple of races so um yeah the branding stuff is still out there and just again part of what you know the best community in crypto so awesome stuff for sure um i think it's gonna wrap us up uh yeah looks like it is charlotte thank you tin top um one more thing from humberto let's see it's not the time to launch ll but when it does launch that will be an awesome sign. The pulse will start to go up. LL will reduce a lot of sell pressure. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I know people are impatient with not only it, but other things as well. And yeah, we want things to kind of start turning around. So I, yeah. I know that we are just at a point where everybody's just exasperated. And it's like, why isn't this over yet? And then we have the the thing that sucks about the SEC thing is you have that date and it's after Thanksgiving. So you're going to go the whole way through Thanksgiving here. Um, to get to November 28th and see what the, the sentiment might be. And is this going to carry us through the end of the year? I, I, I get it. But honestly, that still is all narrative stuff. I still want to just pay attention to the chart, how cycles work and stuff like that. And just know that we've been hanging out in this area for a little while now that's been like the lows of Paul's chain. So yeah, if sure. you have dry powder and are so inclined, <clears throat> um, I personally don't think in a couple of years – buying right now for me is going to be a bad decision you have to make that call for yourself but um yeah we finishing off that poll tonight though we have uh 41 now at the 15 to 30 x from sack rate for paul so the overwhelming favorite so hey that may be um yeah. since that's the crowd maybe that'll be a sign of good things to come maybe we have a little bit more bullish action once things start to turn around so um that's yeah. just where we're at right now so anything else you want to add you walk before we get out uh, of here yeah access if you're still here you do owe us a stream, so maybe next week or the week after, whatever works for you. Um, I'm also going to be – I was invited to be on Corey Costa's stream next Tuesday. So that's at 7 p.m. Eastern mm. uh, on mm. September 12th. So Very keep nice. an eye out for that. That's all I got. Corey Costa, chop it up. That'll be good for sure. Yeah, he's doing a lot of great stuff right now for sure. So – um awesome well hey once again guys we do this every wednesday night 8 p.m eastern standard time we thank all of you in the chat for tuning in tonight for crypto ewok this has been bro boy crypto we'll catch you guys again next week right here on the creed of crypto podcast